the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, people, we're back. Football from the bleachers. A new episode coming down to the final three, four games, as we keep saying every week. But this week, more goals, man. That's what we like to see. But we've got the, the big boys in the building. We kept it short and sweet today. We've got my co-host Shaq and my unofficial co-host Sean in the building. What are we saying, lads? Hey, yeah, man, another week of football. A few games to get into. You know what I'm saying? Finally, finally, we've got more goals, though. more talking points. I mean, VAR was in and around these games that we're going to cover again, but we'll get to those, especially in the City-Chelsea game. Yeah. <sighs> That, that was a pen for me personally on Sterling. I'm not going to lie. But we'll talk about that later because I, I don't want to kind of ignite. It was a pen, but was it a red on That's the thing. Because mm. he gets mm. his shot away, doesn't he? But yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. I mean, but... No, no I'm talking Sterling's chuckle. Remember when he... he oh, tackled? yeah, he should have been yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. But let's let's talk about Europe first. I mean, we, we predicted or we wanted to happen at all English final. Well, I did anyway. I can't talk for anyone else. Not me, um, bro. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple people were screaming for Pep not to get through. Because, um, you know, it would mean they would probably call him the GOAT better than Fergie because, you know, there was, there was quotes out there that That's me and Shaq was talking about um, that people was throwing around on Twitter. I was like, GOAT better than Sir Alex? Mm, I don't know. But, but they, they, love, they, love, they love the argument, man. They love yeah. the argument. I'm not, I'm not here for it, though, but it's tight. If he wins it, it's tight, bro. Very tight. I'm just, I'm just putting that on low. Don't want to hear nothing. So, <laughs> I mean, United, even though they lost 3-2, they uh, made it through safely based on the first uh, leg anyway. Um, mm. Not sure about his selection. When I say that, I mean, there was a chance there for Diallo to get some minutes personally. Um, Donny got 80-plus minutes, which is good in the tank. Um, but when he changed the left back and right back, I was like, Oof, what is going on here? They looked so out of it, Brandon Williams and Tellers. They just run ragged for the first 10, 15. And that's how they got their two free goals mm. from them areas, the sleeping. Uh, you can't really put people in those kind of games that are not match sharp. And that's the difference. You've got sharpness and you've got match sharpness. And they clearly looked off it, both of them. I mean, you could have done one at a time, but he decided to do double because we was technically winning at the time. So it's one of those games, man. Um, but safely through. But Sean, a bit quiet over there, mate. What's going on? Sometimes you just got to be humble when you lose like that. Or when you go out, do you know what I mean? So I mean, I'm just humbling a, myself. The ball nil no. I mean, I tried to watch it in terms of there was more on, on the line in that game than there was in the United one. But apart from those two chances that Obama Young had, so flat, man. What, like, Emery, you done the double. What happened, man? Tell me. Fill me in. What's your thoughts? Let's just pick up him, you know. Arsenal did what Arsenal do. They didn't show up. They disappointed the fans. And now we're here. I've been saying for, what, three months? Thursdays are the most important. Clearly, the players didn't feel the same. And that's all yeah. i got to say on that situation. Facts. I mean, you've been Quick. screaming it. i got a question for Shawnee B over there, yeah? Oh, here we go. So, obviously, you're Arteta fan, isn't it? Not Arteta fan, but... You back him, you're giving the benefit of the doubt and that, yeah? Cool. But you be, you've been dunked out by the manager that was that was bad and whatever. <clears throat> he was the reason why Arsenal were bad last season. And he's 
what, over two legs. I'm not saying it was spectacular, but seeing Emery now in the final, do you think sacking Emery and appointing Arteta, that decision is, has been justified? Not even justified, but like, what do you think of that decision now, looking at it? It doesn't now, look good. Quickly, quickly, because now it's like, all right, cool. You lot are 10th. There's no Europe. I can't remember your position last season, but I'm pretty sure it was not 10th when Arteta came in. And now it's like out of Europe. Next season's what playing once a week, unless it's what Carabao on the weekend. I mean during the week. So what's what's going on over there, bro? It doesn't look good right now. Yeah, it, mm. it doesn't look good at all. You know, we are just we're just declining, man. It's sad. It's hard times out here. It's hard times. Decline is real. Decline is real. So boy, he everyone's gonna answer questions, isn't it? So including the manager. So. Yeah, you, you ain't answering mine right now, big man. Because your man, like, he's your guy, isn't it? Your manager. So I'm sure, he's, what, do you think this, this squad is better than last season's squad? Low key, innit? Mm. So what's. He's got I think, a better I think, squad. It's about, I think it's about the same. Is it? I mean, uh, it's about the same. Well, but, I mean. You got Tierney was... playing well. Tierney's had a, a good season. This, So you got a better performing left back. You got this Ghanaian guy that I don't know. You look, he's he's good. He's better than what he had last season. You had Gabriel that was good. People, I was seeing people. This is mainly Twitter. People saying that he was one of the best CBs in the league. What during the first few games of the season? Now he's gone cold. He don't even start. Older guards come in, brought a bit of life. Pepe's playing a bit better than he was last season. Saka's playing, yeah, Saka's playing pretty well. Emil Smith-Rose come in, done the job. So the squad is kind of, you know what I'm saying, given more than what Emery was getting. But the league position and all of this stuff is it's not mapping. So what well, on. The manager's got to hold the, hold the corn for that, bro. He's got to hold the corn. Some some players have gone backwards, I guess, on under him. So he's got to hold the corn. In it. I'm not. I ain't backing nobody, bro. Listen, I'm looking out for myself. Every <laughs> <laughs> man for themselves, like. I mean, I mean, Martinelli should he have started, or was he happy with that? I did. Look, we're not we're not making it like a a question and answer type thing, but. I'm just thinking Inquiry, about in, in terms of yeah, you know what I mean. You got to ask questions because that nah, was a tie nah, that you could have won. I, I was happy with the starting lineup though. Once mm. once I saw Tierney at left back and the Sako, you know, you can't drop Sako. Pepe's been playing well, as you said. So I wasn't too upset that Martin Lee didn't play. Do you know what I mean, I didn't mind the lineup, but obviously in hindsight, you would have started Martin Lee the way he came on and looked a bit lively. But mm. listen, man, here's what it is. Life doesn't work in hindsight, bro. So well, it is what it isn't. <laughs> Real life, real life. Mm. I mean, if we if we think about Prem now, uh, I know we're not covering either of our teams this week, but um, thank God, boys about to lock horns with um, West Brom soon. Um, we'll keep a live a live up score a live score update during. Yeah, during I mean, the- yeah, you're gonna give a give them a W or you're gonna take the W? We said. I'm gonna lie. I feel like even though it's a nothing game, Arsenal need to win both. I don't. Yeah. We should, we still for morale be... for the team for the, yeah, for the yeah. fans. Yeah, the, the team's still strong enough to beat West Brom, so I'm I'm hoping we can win. God forbid if we don't win, Lord. I'm like... 
It's one yeah, of those where those if you let it, if you let it, uh, snowball, it, it's gonna be rough. Do you know like obviously like yeah you've had a disappointing campaign or whatever, but as you said you want to finish not strong, but you know what I'm saying. Like, least, we, pride, saw, let's you know go there. End with some pride. End with some pride. Maybe build yeah. some momentum. Mm, mm. Yeah. That's what you can do, really. I mean, big facts. I mean, let's let's get into the game, man. Obviously, live update as as Shaq said, we'll get keep you involved in the Arsenal kind of score. But West Ham Everton, not too long ago, finished. Um, big game for who though, <laughs> Sean? That's your question. Big game for who? Who is it bigger for? I, f- I thought after the weekend's results, the game was bigger for West Ham. Mm. Had they won, would have been two points behind Leicester. You look at Leicester's fixtures, the tough West Ham fix. West Ham's got a nice little run in, but. Was it meant to be, I guess? I wouldn't say it was a stale game, Shaq, but in terms of like, obviously, obviously, obviously Everton won 1-0 and that, that kind of move was very decisive. But it felt to me as if Everton could have got maybe two or three, if I'm being honest, because of how they broke with more precision, more accuracy. Um, just a final pass, let them down. Or, for example, Jesse Lingard put in a last-minute block for, um, was it Seamus Coleman that was uh, mm. near the end? Those kind of chances. But I feel like Everton didn't really have to get out of second, third gear because West Ham didn't really find answers. Am I wrong in saying that, Shaq? Nah, but when you say that with two, three goals, I feel like, as you, yeah, as you said, it was more of a, they look threatening on the break because they basically just left Mishalson and Calvert-Lewin up top to kind of go, what, 2v2 with their centre-backs or yep. 3v2 if West Ham leave a, uh, one of their full-backs <clears throat> If they keep one of their fullbacks back, but mm. um, I think general play Everton weren't really all that. Probably their best moment in general play was the goal, the yeah. good ball from Godfrey into Cavalier, and he can score with his feet, mm. so he slotted it away. Good finish, but yeah, I don't think it was. I think I, I said to you uh, before the pod. I think Everton just once they got the goal, they just kind of said to West Ham, "Break us down," kind of thing. Mm. Um, they couldn't, and West Ham didn't have an answer for that. Because obviously West Ham are the home side and you think you've got to force the pace now. And I think um, they kept Antonio quiet because he was mm. nearly fresh off, you know, uh, beating up Burnley the other week. So you mm. think, yeah, he's the main danger. But I think Mina, Godfrey, they stuck to their task. A couple of injuries occurred during the game for both sides. I think it's just due to, you know, the amount of games and lack of training, just going into it, training for maybe one or two days and going back into games has kind of caught up to a lot of teams. And you could just see bodies were dropping in terms of um, both sides, West Ham and Everton. Because Everton, I think, had to make a couple subs just based off injury. And West Ham had to make one for Lanzini. And then um, they made a few others after for, like, you know, legs purposes. But um, what I liked about um, the goal was the fact that uh, Calvert-Lewin's movement, he's not thinking, can I come short? He's thinking, I'm trying to get in behind. Obviously, he's not the quickest, but he's got enough pace to get in behind. And I think um, the the timing of the ball... exactly. Timing of the ball from Godfrey was, was exquisite. And I think that's what England need. Personally, I always go back to it in terms of he should be one of those 26 players to throw on the last 15, 20 minutes, get a goal from the air or with his feet. Because, you know, he may need five or six good chances, but he'll stick one in the back of the net. That's how I see it. And um, it's tournament football at the end of the day. You've got to have these kind of players in and around your squad just in case. Like MSG should go for me. Um, because he's just someone that could get a goal. Um, but it just depends what Gareth wants to do. But yeah, going back to the game, 
Sean, did you have a, a issue with West Ham going to a back four this time round? Because you know they normally play a back five. What do you think? Uh, no, no. I think they played a back four last week, if I'm correct. No, played a back four mm. last week against Burnley, so they just stuck with the same lineup. They worked against Burnley, and I think maybe they saw Everton's formation and thought they could get away with the four playing on the front foot. And they did dominate possession, but they just didn't create enough chances when it comes to it. So I didn't have a mm. problem with the back four. I mean, um, in terms of Dawson, Diop, do you think they were not exposed a bit more because, you know, they're, one of them is not blessed with many much pace and you could see for the goal, he left Dawson in his weight kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I hear, of, I hear that. I hear that. Dawson's Dawson slow. Dawson's slow. But you got to... They left him exposed, didn't they? They, they left him exposed. you got to mm. have a bit of cover there. And maybe, you know, obviously, they're missing Vice. So maybe it was a bit risky with the four, but I can see why they did play the four. And I mean, Shaq, in terms of, like, four nows, I spoke about him a few times. You've mentioned him a few times. What did you think of his kind of gameplay generally? To be honest, he played better when he when Lanzini came off and he took the role of Lanzini. He looked like he was kind of the one to get the ball off the centre-backs get mm. into the front guys. But I think the spaces that the guys in front of him were occupying, Everton was all around that kind of thing. So it was difficult. Like, he would get into decent areas, but then the ball would kind of, like, it would be a one-touch pass back to him and he's got to kind of switch it. And like, he, he played all right, but nothing nothing great. Nothing great. He started higher up. Mm. Like, what? Yeah, started higher up and then... When Lanzini came off, he took his place, but yeah, it's kind of a nothing performance, kind of man. Nothing, none to write home about. Him. But what's his best position? Do you think is it playing as one of the two, or is it playing as a ten? What's his best position for Nels? I would probably have him a bit deeper, you know. Yeah, I get. He has them qualities as the. Not qualities, because I don't feel he does it enough, but has the characteristics to kind of look like he can play the 10. But I kind of feel someone of probably Jesse's profile. Yeah. In front of him, so him a bit behind, I feel suits him a bit more. Mm. Someone that he can link 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 with and then maybe make a third man run rather than being at uh, the striker, then the attacking mid, but then the second runner. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't feel in in the box that he would find himself more in as as the ten. I don't think he has that finishing quality. It's decent, but not. Do you know what I mean? It's probably yeah. better suited outside or on the edge of the box kind of thing. I feel like Lanzini does that role much better, and as we said, um, and obviously when he came off, he could be more on the ball, I mean decent ball there. Um, but again, I think where do West Ham go from here, Sean? They've got, as you said, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton. Did they buckle now? You know, they've in their last four games, they've lost two, one, one, lost one. So where do they go from here, Sean? West Ham? Um, I don't know. I think they could win all three games, but they're relying on other results now, isn't it? So it's a bit it's a bit techy when you start relying on other people to do favours. What are they? Mm. Five points off with three games to go. So they they have to win every game. Obviously, Liverpool got a game in hand now as well. So it's not. It's not in their own destiny anymore. They don't control their own fate, so it's a, yeah. it's a bit. It's a bit tough when you're asking for to make up a five point gap in three games. 
But they've had a good season. So, I mean, Europa League at the start of the season, they would have took that. So, yeah, it's been a positive time. season. I yeah, I can say that still. It's still been a good season for them, big man team. Yeah. So, no matter if it's Champions League or Europa. Yeah, it is. Again, it is a good season for them. Uh, they can build on that. Uh, just want to touch upon Josh King, man. I mean, he's come on. He's done a bit part in terms of, you know, he's nicked a move from Bournemouth to Everton. Do you think as a, as a forward slash wide man... He would be expecting more minutes, Josh King. I think anyone could answer that one, to be fair. I forget that he's at Everton every time I see him coming off the bench for the last five minutes. <laughs> I forget all the time, bro. And then what's five minutes, the last sub. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Josh King's there, isn't it? Mm. And then he just does nothing. What, today he hit the bar, but... I don't know, man. He looked, he looked a decent player at Bournemouth. Nothing crazy, but good enough but I think this is probably his his space really because I don't yeah. he's not he's not gonna because I think what a Wobie's ahead of him if you're looking at um Everton's forward line obviously Richardson and Calvert-Lewin are starters and yeah Wobie's probably uh, ahead of him obviously Tamiz as well uh, yeah. so he's probably yeah, get the odd start in the cup, maybe in the league if someone's injured. But even when he does get that start in the league, he's coming off out. He's the first sub off, sub. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So I don't, unless he hits form, but he ain't looking like a crazy addition to them. Just mm. an, an experienced Premier League head, isn't it? On the door. Fair. I mean, sh- what do you think about Ben Rama's chance, Sean? It could have made it 1 1. Is it a routine header for him at the back post? Is that routine? It should be. It should, mm-hmm. I think he should have scored. I thought that was West Ham's best chance yep. for the game. He should have scored, but obviously he's running at pace, I guess, if you wanna if I'm gonna give him a, a little a little loud, a little ease up. But in the game, when it's one 0 you've got to score that chance. So it's a big chance. I know it's with his head and he's probably not the most comfortable with his head, but you've got to score those chances in those games. So I think well, he's I think he was overthinking it because it kind of took a while to come for, come to him. Because mm. he scored, he kind of wanted to make the perfect connection and that. But if you just made sure you got a decent connection, put his like throw his neck into it because you kind of let the ball hit him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If he if he went for the ball, aggressive header with it, probably would have had a better a better shot on target. Would have had a shot on target, but kind of wait for the ball to come down yeah, rather, I agree. Than, rather than meeting the ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think as well, like, you know, those ones, as you said, you overthink them and you try and wait for it, wait for it and then do the perfect header and then yeah. you get it all wrong kind of thing. I mean, Jesse Lingard's been quiet here and there. I mean, he's had impact. But do you think teams are just sitting back against West Ham now not allowing them to hit them on a the break, Sean? I don't know if all the teams are. I mean, Burnley didn't do it last week, but, you know, that's Everton's game plan. Once they get a goal, they're going to stay in their shape. They're kind, of, they're kind of rigid, they're structured. That's how they mm. that's how they set up in it. So after they went one or down, it was tough. There wasn't much space for them to really manipulate and get things going for them. So I wouldn't say they've been figured out or teams are purposely doing to stop them. I just think that's how Everton play. So sure. I mean, there's a couple of people for me that you know played well. I mean, obviously, uh, Dominic, Dominic Calvert Lewin for me had a decent game. Richarlison for his 80 minutes or so. Kept running in behind, caused problems. Can he be 
a star player, this star Brazilian that we're waiting for. Shaq, can Richarlison be that star Brazilian we're waiting for? That description maybe is a bit of a stretch, but he can be, <laughs> he can be a solid he can be a solid option. Do you know what I mean? As I said, mm. him and Calvert Lewin are probably the first two options for Everton, mm. and I think that will probably continue. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. He's in the he gets called up to the national squad, so for him, he's probably content with how things are going. Obviously, he probably want to improve and hit. 20, 30 goals, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, in this moment, he's he's a starter at Everton, whether it's up front or flipping off the left. So yeah, he can be a solid option. If he can contribute what I don't know his stats this season, but if he can hit what 15 in the league mm. and get eight or more assists, then he's probably yeah, he's probably you probably those are probably nice numbers for him. Well he's got six but, league goals this season, so Six legals this season. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what he's got now. If he can get fifth, then you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has been out a bit part here and there. Uh, not saying that's the big excuse, but he has been out here and there. So he's not had that mad run. Yeah, yeah. Um, but by his standards, double figures should have been minimum target for him, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Because again, it, he's for me, I don't know if he's a wide man or forward because... Again, I always refer to FM and I'm doing a season with Everton at the current moment. And I kind of see more from him when he's playing through the middle. And it shows remnants from when they played Liverpool, when he played through the middle and he scored that goal at Anfield, where he hangs off the shoulder and he can get in behind because he's got the pace and he doesn't have to think about things. He should just be very direct. So I'm just thinking, does he go... Does he go 4-4-2... Or does he go 4-3-3 but very narrow? Or play, does Richarlison play as a number 10 next season and just have a free role? Like, you know, like a hazard kind of role that they had when um, he was at Chelsea. Mm. He comes off the left, but he's not really playing left wing. He's playing a false type of inside forward. Yeah, he can't do that hazard shit. The best option is probably if Carlo goes to his old AC Milan thing. I think they've done it against us and they look pretty decent playing the um, Yeah. Mm. And if you play Calvert, because Calvert Lewin and Richardson up front, yeah. They've got the op- you've got the option of going going long, mm. going in behind the defense. Cause they're both they're both pretty physical. Richardson don't isn't the tallest and whatever, but he's he's pretty decent in the air and he always gets his body and f- tries to get his body in front of the ball, in between the ball and defender. So he's always a more time. He's always a problem. Yeah, he's not the most reliable in front of a goal, but he may get one or two chances, or he'll he'll look to get a shot away. But so off the left, he's not like the most technical or best dribbler, and that's yeah. what you kind of want out wide. The only thing probably when he's on the left, he can cut in and shoot in it, but he's not not gonna bank with him. And say yeah, he's gonna beat. He's gonna beat his right back one one v one more than more than you know what I mean. Yeah, it's facts. I mean, uh, you got Digne and you got Seamus Coleman, or you got uh, sometimes if Kenny comes back, I don't know if John Joe Kenny's gonna come back and play next season. But they have the options of those kind of right backs that can you know play one v one against wingers and um, sometimes even two v one with the centre mids helping. But I guess that comes from what Carlo does in the summer, I guess. If he stay, stays with that 4-4-2, sorry, but Diamond next season, um, or just uses it as an option when he's playing certain teams. Um, 
it's good to be flexible, as you know. But Shaq, for you, who who played well, man, about both sides. I think well, he's given the man of the match, but I've, on Sky and that. But I thought Alan played pretty decent. Alan mm-hmm. and Tom Davis, because with the as I say the formation and pretty, I'm not saying negative, but they got the goal and kind of just not sat behind it, but wait for West Ham to come onto them. Yeah. No, no fire. Um, <laughs> Alan and Tom Davies, they marshaled the space in between. I mean, the space um, that West Ham and Lingard and that would try and exploit just in front of the back three. And yeah, West Ham got no joy out of it. So I think, mm. yeah, probably Alan and Davies, probably. Fair. Well, Sean, from what you saw, who was you feeling? Uh, I, I was feeling Sigerson, actually, to be fair to him. I thought mm. he was the a lot of the counter-attacks they were having, he was the one playing the ball through. So, I mean, mm. he was the only really creative one in midfield. So, I was impressed by Sigerson today still. Nice, nice. I mean, yeah, I already gave my, my kind of props to a couple of players earlier. I mean, um, who had a poor one for me, personally? There's one or two that didn't have their best game. I mean, Solchek didn't have his best game. He didn't play badly, but at the same time, he didn't really create anything, have an impact on the game, as he's been doing in the previous part of the season. So check. So I'd have to give it to him for, you know, not really taking the game to to Everton. Not saying it was just his fault, but yeah, so check. Um, even to some extent, uh, could I even say foul? Not really. I mean, just so check really, because he's kind of, you know, a main man for, for West Ham. He's kind of built that name off how he's good in the air and, you know, He's got on late from the box and scored a couple of goals early in the season. So I'd say, yeah, he's the only one for me that stuck out. He didn't do enough maybe to you know, kind of grab the grab the game. What about you, Sean? Anyone? I'm going to go for the West Ham centre-backs. Mm. I know I know they were playing a 4-4-2 and maybe didn't have the best cover in the forward, but they didn't help themselves with the positions they left themselves in. Yeah. Either, so, yeah, they've had a good season. They've been solid for a lot, for a lot of the games, but today they just they got it wrong a couple of times and it cost them, isn't it? even with the goal, it cost them. Shaq, thoughts? Uh, I'll give it to one of the forward line of West Ham, probably. I didn't really see Antonio. Sometimes it's difficult as a striker, but I don't think he done enough. Could it be anyone at the front there, really, man? Lingard, Ben Rama, Bowen. Even your Malenko came on, didn't really do nothing. Mm. All of them, all of them. <laughs> I mean, I would have to give an honourable shout out to to Ben Godfrey's as well, man. I mean, him and uh, Yerry Mina, both of them, they played quite well at the back. Marshall did quite well, snuffed out a lot of chances, but especially Ben Godfrey's, I think he's going to be a top top centre back um, for the English Premier League. Coming yeah, I up. want to see him. Obviously, Euros might be a bit too soon for him, but yeah, next year's yeah. World Cup. Definitely, so I'd like yeah. to see him make a push next season. Mm. He should be, because what, they got internationals in what, August and then mm-hmm. September or October or something. So yeah. one of them, one of the internationals in the later part of the year, I'd like to see him because... I agree. Them men are picking, he's picking what, men like Mings and picking Michael Keane and... Cody. You know, Cody and, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Godfrey should be making a push. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Definitely. He had he had what Steve Holland there today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having a little look. So mm. hopefully he gets a little shout for the next squad. Mm. Um, obviously said too soon for Euros, maybe, unless someone dramatically drops out 
he may be considered, but I doubt. He probably he might. For the he might one. be one. He might be one of the twenty six. You never know. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's just exactly. what I think, anyway. Mm. Yeah, fair. I mean, let's push on to the City Chelsea. I mean, two Champions League finalists. Um, was this a preview of what's to happen? The type of game it was, gents. What do you no. Think? If Pep does this mad stuff again, then yeah, bro. This guy, he's, he's too smart for his own good. Somehow. No, no, no. Because no, we talked about that last week. So elaborate um, mm-hmm. in terms of that. What you mean, Shaq? The thing is, he didn't even do it in the Champions League. And a few times it's in the Champions League where I've seen him do too much. But this game, I feel if the second half went the other way around, so City dominated it and came out 2-1, I think he would have probably played his formation in the final. Mm. Because Pep is that type of guy. There's no, there was no reason for him to play play this formation. Because normally, if he plays three at the back, he would have two centre mids. He's just played three centre backs and Rodri, and then, what, four or five, um, four attackers. And then yeah. I'm seeing Raheem place pop-up centre-mid and that. Like, he could play behind the striker, but it was just weird. Normally, you see Rodri, Fernandinho, or Rod, or, do you know what I mean? Mm. Gundahan or KDB and that. He just played Rodri in there. It was, it was weird. It was weird. And, yeah, I don't know why. You think why he tried he to go, you know, system for system, just to try it out? Just yeah, to see if he can go, because like... we got centre-backs. Ferran Torres is a winger, like he's playing Ferran Torres like off the. I don't, I, bro. I don't even know. I don't even know. It was, it was weird. It was weird because yeah. if you're playing that, you'd maybe play what Bernardo Silva or Mares in that area. Do you know what I mean? Off the right uh, to come peep, in. The, peep this on terms of um, sofa score. It said he played a three-one-four-two. So he had Diaz right centre back, Laporte in the middle, Ake left centre back. Then he had Rodri sitting. He had Fernand Torres and Raheem as centre mids. He had Cancelo, right wing back. Ben, uh, Mendy, uh, left wing back. Then he had Jesus and Sergio up front. So as you know, yeah, it's weird them two being the two eights in that kind of so even if Even if like the forward line, if you see that on like the starting list, you're thinking, yo, where are these men playing? Because mm. you're playing two strikers and then what? Two wingers, yeah, but then you got one centre mid. It's weird. And three. It's weird. It's bruv. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. He has the capability to do that, and I feel maybe he might say he might scrap this plan. But I definitely feel if, as I said, it went the other way around and Man City played well second half and dominated and got the two goals. I feel like we probably would have saw that formation. Obviously, with better players, so KDB may have came come in. And yeah. obviously, Mares and whatever, what have you, and um, Stones and that will come back into the side. But he probably would have played free, and he still might play free because he mm. still might think, okay, cool, yeah, these men weren't playing, Foden and them. If I bring them back in, cool, we can do it. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like this was him thinking, all right, cool. Obviously, it's a little dress rehearsal. So let's see how this goes. I don't know. Dude. But that's, that's just what I think, isn't it? Mm. Strange one. I mean, Sean, in terms of um, how you saw the game as, as a whole, um, what went well for City and what went bad for City? Well, to be fair, I know we're on the formation, but I thought the first half, the formation kind of bust them. It was like Chelsea couldn't get to grips with it and mm. there's creating a lot off of it. But once once Aguero has missed that penalty, the, the game's changed, isn't it? Let's be real. Once he's missed mm. the penalty and Chelsea have gone into half time 1 0, the game's changed second half and Chelsea have come out and 
kind of stomped the photo in the game. So yeah, it, the first half, Man City, Man City busted it with the formation. It was like Chelsea were a bit, a bit shell shocked about they didn't know where to be. Mm. But one, second half, it's like they kind of figured it out the game kind of slowed down for them, and City couldn't really get a foothold in it. If we're being honest, yeah, fair play. I mean, in terms of Sterling and Aguero, there's a little had a little you know conversation after the goal that Sterling slotted. What do you think that was about, Shaq? He's just thanking that Sterling that saved that saved him, bruv. Mm. That was a horrendous touch. I'm not even touch, that was a horrendous decision. Like, Aguero knows what a goal is. He don't need to be told twice to shoot, especially in the box, but he decided to take a touch. I don't know why. And it was mm. a horrendous, horrible touch. I don't know, man. You know how it is sometimes, man. Football is love, love a moan, bruv. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And even Correct. Sterling's like clocked on that. What were you saying? I didn't obviously I don't know what they were saying in it, but Football's, footballers love a moan. Do you know what I mean? When things okay. maybe don't come up for them or something else. But Serling saved his blushes there, bro. That was bad execution on his part. I mean, in terms of then going on to the penalty, the Penenka, Sean. Um, what are you saying? You know, Christiansen didn't have a great game as a, fe- as a fellow centre-back. What should he have done leading up to Sterling's goal, number one? And then number two, as a leader, as a CB... Would you have gotten to Aguero? Well, I mean, the the Sterling goal didn't he miss? Didn't he misjudge the the flag? Yeah, he the misjudged ball? the flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that can't happen. Big Professional football, yeah, yeah, that can't that yeah. can't happen. You can't be misjudging the, the flag of the ball, bro. This is it's professional football. And then once you do misjudge it, you can't be getting weights by Gabriel Jesus like that. So I mean, I know he's claimed he got injured, but I think he was just embarrassed. If I'm being honest, Big. of course. Yeah, you, them them are faking it. And for, who gave away the penalty? The first penalty. Uh, Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, he's young. He's very, he's just, yeah, very eager. He's just very. But eager he, once someone goes across you in the box, well, you just got to let them go. You like you're you're not you're not winning the ball there, and if you do win the ball, you, you're gonna have to make contact to get the ball. So once once someone goes across you in the box, you just got to let them go. He had to just let him go, but he tried to nick it. But it worked out for him, I guess. Because when Aguero is doing that foolishness, but would you have would you have been as a leader onto Aguero at halftime? Oh, definitely. Definitely, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. Bro, the, 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 keep, the keepers dropped and had time to get up and still and still catch it. Like, yeah, nah, man. Nah, man. I don't know. He's feeling himself a bit too much. Like, and you know I mean, obviously, he's got that little cult, cult status there. Like, cult hero <laughs> status at the club. Maybe he thinks he can just do anything. Like, right, enough game. Still living off that QPR moment, bro. But, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying, bro. He gave them the greatest moment in their history. They can't tell him nothing, bro. Um, yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. That's that's why he's probably done it. Like he probably, but boy, the, the and they got that statue yeah. talk as well. That statue talk they're on about as well. Like, yeah, we're gonna make him a statue or this bullshit. Yeah, and and he does deserve it, but it's like, brother, really? Like, yeah, no. on, I've never even seen him do that. Like, that's why I was confused as well. Mm, like, mm. He normally just slots it or slaps. Yeah, it. Yeah, like, boy, it's maybe he's trying one. to prove a point in it. Oh yeah, like what you man need me. Yeah, but maybe he's trying to show a little, Jamie, a little, a little sign, a little flare on the pen. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Ziyech because obviously Ziyech got his goal. Um, Shaq, I know you, you know, rate him from Ajax, Ajax days and whatnot. Um, what do you think his time at Chelsea shown? It's a mad question, but yeah, what do you think his time at Chelsea shown? It's been a, for him, it's been a bit of a weird, not a weird season, but he hasn't had a a full consistent season. Do you know what I mean? He got, mm. I think, injured in his pre-season, so he started his season late. Then he was obviously part of that Lampard shambles. <laughs> they played well. 
they had a good start of the season. He he had a few moments, and then he kind of went off the boil a bit. I, I'm not sure if he got injured again. And then under Tuchel, it was looking like he wasn't really getting no minutes. He wasn't really favoured. But the last probably last month, he's been getting a bit more bit more lookings. And yeah, he looked he looked pretty pretty good on Saturday still, especially mm. when especially second half and when Chelsea were breaking onto them. Took his goal well as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's looking to be on the whole team, man. That two short side is looking maybe one let's say just a striker away from Yeah. Probably definite top four. I don't know about title maybe even a young title challenge, I don't know. But they're looking a striker away. Fair point. I mean, fair assessment in terms of like uh, the touch and finish was, you know, instinct and maybe the ZH of two, three months ago would have took an extra touch just to set himself properly. But the confidence looked there where he just took a touch and he just slapped it. Didn't even think about it because obviously Edison didn't even get a chance to set himself. And you know how good Edison is. So that kind of, you know, surprised him at the same time. And he took the goal really well. I mean, they kind of just took it to Chelsea, not took it to Chelsea, <laughs> took it to City, didn't they, really? Um, in terms of Marcos Alonso, you know, popping up in the box. He's like Chelsea's old school faithful. Like, you know that you're going to get a solid six out of 10 from Marcus. And I feel like, that wing-back situation suits him, Reese James, those kind of players. And obviously not of his own account because it was like a ricocheted shot, wasn't it, at the end, <laughs> to loop over Ed- Edison. But him just popping up in that area where he's not even a forward shows the confidence that he has in terms of the system. And, you know, he knows he's going to be covered. But um, Me talking about Marcus Alonso wasn't just a standout. I think... In terms of Zinchenko, Ake, they couldn't really handle Hudson Odoi and James when they both came on. And do you think that was just due to the system or just not talking to each other, Sean? Probably a bit of both. Obviously, you know, well, Ake, in terms of Ake, he doesn't really play much. Well, he's had two appearances in the last couple of weeks, but he doesn't really play much. The, again, it's, the formation was Boog as well. And it, that, I mean, it was literally the back three and then the wing-backs and Rodri, and then the rest were kind of just up the field more time. Yeah. And obviously, you wouldn't... Ake and Zinchenko, pace-wise, against um, James and Hudson Odoi, it's going to be a problem. Mm. They're going to cause them problems. So, it was, it was tight for them, but can't really blame them. The, the overmatch, didn't it? Ake, Ake's not a City defender for me. When I, when I watch him, he just doesn't look like he fits it. He just doesn't look like he fits anywhere, if I'm being honest. Mm. So... Boy, but yeah, he might need a move still. Does he need a loan or a permanent? Because well, I don't I think know. he'll leave unless he's getting that kind of wage. That be if we're being honest. He's gonna hold yeah, bench. Well, he's he's gonna be on a on a Sinclair thing still. He's gonna need to just hold the bench for a couple of years and then get a move. Scar. One nil Arsenal. Good finish from MS, Emily Smith Rowe. Uh, good cross from Saka. Sorry, mate. One nil Arsenal. Are you, are you smiling, Sean? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I wish I was smiling, but there's nothing to smile about. But anyway, I'm back oh, into okay. the podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, does that going forward is it Reese James Hudson Odoi that have to start regularly going forward, or well, does it matter? Well, the thing is with that formation, as I said a couple weeks ago, only two can play in it in mm. the in the forward world. Obviously, with the wing back thing, I think he prefers Aspilicueta in the big games. I don't yeah. think he trusts Reese James, but in the forward areas, only two can play. And the way Havertz is playing, even Ziyech, Pulisic, it's going to be tough for Hasan Odoi to regularly start in them two spots behind. So, mm. 
I like Reese James. I think Reese James should start a right wing back. But in terms of Hudson Odoi, I don't know about him starting week in, week out. It's more difficult for him, I think. Yeah. Because even when he did get a look in, it was at a wing back. Yeah. So, starting, so I, don't think, I don't think Tuchel rates him behind in the role just behind the striker. Mm. He needs space, it's, doesn't he, to be direct and just run up, man, really. Yeah. We'd have you, to think see he, you think that buying things kind of killed him because obviously he had a little speculation around just going to buy a minute, but it didn't go through. And does he have to now say, I'm going to stay to prove a point, or does he have to cut out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, straight for him to make that decision because mm. depends if the market changes so quick. No one, man, might not even fancy him anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because during that time, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of hype, but uh, was he going to stay or not? Obviously, he signed a contract. Mm. It depends on if people are going to make a move because it's going to be more expensive now. Because I think, yeah. were they trying to get him on a free or did they offer money from? I'm not too sure. I think they offered money for him. Money to him. Yeah, but yeah, but that serious It's going to improve now as well. Yeah, so it's going to, that, that price is going to be be higher now because he's still young. So Chelsea going to, especially Chelsea, but we spoke about with JP, they don't they don't sell their players on the cheap. Do you know what I mean? Nah. So it, his price is just going to get increased. So yeah, it depends that on what Roman the market is. Roman yeah, exactly. tax is real. Mm. So he always makes a profit on his players somehow, some way. So yeah, definitely, I mean, <laughs> who's who's dead weight for Chelsea if that's even a thing who who needs to go and then kind of find their football form again I would say the one in my mind that sticks out is Tammy Abraham he can't get a look in yeah for when for when like he's rotating one out of the seam and he's putting habits up top I think that says that he doesn't rate Tammy Abraham at all so mm. for me Tammy needs to be looking for a move this summer if he wants to be Jamming in the international reckoning and all of that. If he if he's serious about his career, he needs to try and make a move this summer. Even if it's a loan for a season, I don't know if he'd want to do that again. But he's not playing. Like, do you know what I mean, he's not, he doesn't. He has, I don't think he's started. Yeah. On the, for a while, so I would say Tammy. If I'm being honest, the more men have to just do that Jesse Lingard thing and be like, listen, I love the club. You gotta understand my situation and just let me go and kick ball. Like he could literally go to most, you know. Six to eight, six to eight to ten teams in the Prem, not the top six. We're talking about like below that, you know, seventh, eighth, like you know, like the Villas, the Leeds, and just go and do his thing, because he will get service from some of these clubs. But it's just as you said, it's whether he wants to go and do that because you know he might like London, and you know there isn't many London clubs about that will take him potentially. Like, don't see. Nah, him he's done. Tottenham. He's done a few. He's done his few stints away on loan. Mm. He's at He's gone Swansea. He was at Bristol City. Villa, he was at Villa as well. So I don't, I don't think the London things are too big a deal for him. It just yeah. depends on, depends on him, innit? Because a lot of players they don't, they oh yeah, I want to stay and fight. And some people, I just want to play, play my ball. Do you know what I mean? And give myself a Pause. better chance of getting coming back and uh, what you call it, coming back and starting. But if he's looking at it, because yeah, they're they're probably planning for life without him. Mm. They're probably looking at strikers. Do you know what I mean? They're not yeah. probably because if they were hanging their hat on Tammy, they would have been giving him more minutes and all that. But they're not, so it's like, and they're still probably looking for a striker. So, is it a gonna... target kind of man though? They're looking for. Do you reckon it's a more of a in behind feeding oh, off this... the, the little through balls? This is well, with Tuchel's system. 
yeah, if that was the case, you'd be seeing Giroud, you'd be seeing Tammy. Exactly, yeah. But you're not. So that profile of striker, that's not Tuchel's thing. Do you know what I mean? They want, mm. Tuchel wants someone like a, like a Werner, but better. Mm. That can actually stay on side and actually take a chance and not miss open goals and shit. So... You're on yeah. it. Why are you on the ballot like that, bro? They got a big assist this weekend. Bro, I'm not... This, this, yeah. I don't know if we was going to talk about it, but I was pretty... Boy. I went... I Pepe let that fly, Reed, boy. Sorry to cut you, Shaq. Two no, no. Arsenal. I can hear my mum as well. That's the thing as he well. He let that fly, boy. But, um, so why you let it fly on Thursday? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, weren't, I weren't impressed with that Werner performance. One bit. He was lucky nah, that he got that assist, but I was not impressed with that performance. Mm. That was a... That wasn't a centre-force performance. A proper centre-force performance. Like, mm. the runs he was making, the decision... Like, there's no threat. I'm trying to get it right, the words right, but I saw something on Twitter. It was like, he's the most unthreatening fast player on the break ever. It's like, he has no, like, even if you're given the opportunities, will he make the right pass or will he yeah. put the chance away when he's put it? Like, no, you, you never think he's going to do something mad. He's just going to try, scrap the defender. He has no post moves. He can't beat a man off the dribble. It's just, it's a mad thing for him, in my opinion. I hear you. No, I mean, who's out there? Who's out there, Sean, for Chelsea to kind of get that kind of player that is not a target man, but can get in behind? Did they go Italy? Did they go get some from Spain? Is it Germany? I, I, think, I think if Chelsea are, if they are really looking for a striker, I think they would be looking at Haaland. That's the kind of the kind of move they'll probably try to make mm. if they're trying to take the next step to really compete. I think that's the obviously Real Madrid got debt problems. I mean, the big clubs have got. That problem, so they have a they, they could have a run at him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, and and they love buying these Bundesliga players lately. So, I think they'll be looking know. at Haaland trying to make a run up. If Man, keep forgetting the... about that tax, bro. That's no, but Haaland's different. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know, but still, he ain't coming and he ain't putting up them Bundesliga. No, 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 no. We no, see no, the no. goals he scores, bro. It's no, no, I hear that. I hear that. Because for, for when Lewandowski has like nearly 40 goals in the league, do you know what I mean, obviously, he's not, but oh, he brother. can still make an impact. Do you know what I mean? Haaland, I know. Tarkowski-on-a-Tuesday-night-is-not-letting-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-of-it-out-
you're going to be paying minimum 50 unless there's one year left on their, on their deal or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the, the thing I was going to say, though, you, um, I know you were saying that like, or this and or that, but who who's making the transfer decisions, though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, who yeah. makes the decisions yeah, at Chelsea? Yeah. Big, well, uh, big, big Roman, isn't it? Big Roman. Nah, I don't, I don't think it's... That's maybe back in the day, isn't it, with all Kesman and Shevchenko and them, man. But I don't know about <laughs> recent, recently. Because yeah. what? Yeah, but you Conte, said that, but then, but then Conte, wanted, Conte wanted fucking drink water and them, man, there, bruv. That was, that's all Conte, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking Abramovich don't want them, man, bruv. Yeah. All Bakayoko and them, man. Fucking Abramovich don't want them, man. <laughs> that was a mad signing though when he signed Come all basically on, most of them man that was mad transition that was a mad window no but, di- no but did Conte want them because he didn't seem happy with them signings but he wanted Andy Carroll and them don't you remember yeah, he didn't stop the foolish system no but didn't but didn't him like his like his exit from the club start from that transfer window though? Like, he wasn't happy with that transfer window when they had like Mavat and Back here, yeah, because, man. yes, but that's what I'm saying. He wanted Morata, then they got Giroud as well because he wanted a tall striker. He wanted that mm. kind of profile of striker. So yeah, target man, Giroud isn't it? That. Yeah, they got him Giroud and that. That's what I'm saying. That's where the Andy Carroll shit. That's what, bro, big fan. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, because it was a couple me? options. It was yeah. coming to the end of the transfer window, and there's like, yeah, we're looking at Carroll, not we, but there was speculation around him or obviously Giroud, and then they end up getting Giroud, and that. that's no, the biggest right, violation yeah. ever. Because nah, kind of, you know how he likes to play in it, Conte. Conte's taste in players but, is mad. <laughs> he's got his title now, so you know he's, he's laughing all the way to the bank or whatnot. But you know, I think that that will be quite nice Egypt, next year. Bro. Yeah, he wanted Ashley <laughs> Young and Damian and that. Like, bro, this guy is a sicko, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Still, that makes sense. I'm not he's gonna lie. Sanchez, <laughs> all of them, because it works. And I think him versus Marino next year will be quite good. Uh, throw a couple others into the mix, such as Perlo. <laughs> that, that sounds like a nil-nil no, no game to me. I'm not talking about good. That sounds like a nil-nil no, no game to me. Just battles-wise, mind games and all that, you know, make the, make the Italian league what it was back in the day. Jose needs to play mind games and win some games, bro. Mind games. Because <laughs> It's probably his first press conference he'll talk about what Rome weren't built in the day. Uh, yeah, he, he, he loves it. Don't, don't dead me. That, hey, that's a, that's a bar, though. Hey, he needs to come with that bar. That's a bar. That's what we'll we'll was come with, in the man. day. Hey, that's come with that shit. He'll come uh, with that, man. You know how it is. So we saying Smalling, Smalling and, and Henrik. They're crying yeah, right now, Carl. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey's looking... Mickey's chatting to Mino Raiola right now. Get me 100%. out, bro. Get me out. Let's, let's dive back into the last bit, though. You know, Sterling, should he have remained on the pitch, Sean? I know you mentioned that earlier. Oh, no. Nah. Uh, do you know... Uh, uh, but this is what I mean about VAR, though. Like, the, mm-hmm. the challenge was shocking. Do you know what I mean? The, when, obviously, when he slowed down, it looks a bit worse and the pitch is mm. a bit worse, but it just didn't look like a good tackle when, when he made it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, you can see by the reaction, it just didn't look like a good tackle, but I, personally, I would have sent him off, but you know you know what this is like, bro. It's, it's just sometimes, but VAR is sometimes, so... They, they pick and choose them. Mm-hmm. We talked about VR a lot last week and in terms of VAR kind of maybe going against Sterling. Do you think it was evened out because <laughs> he didn't get a pen from Kurt Zuma? What did you think, Shaq? That one was, was more difficult. I feel like Zuma tried everything in his power to get out of the way, but mm. there was contact. And I feel like the pace that they were going at, it was enough to bring him down, to be honest. Mm. I'm not saying it was soft, but it wasn't like the most obvious penalty. But I feel like he did impede him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he was, if Sterling was to try, try hit that, 
it, his foot's getting mashed up all in Zoomers. Do you know what I'm saying? Getting tangled mm-hmm. up. So he was waiting the, for him though. Sterling yeah, was waiting yeah, for him. Definitely, definitely. But he was still all over him at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hear you. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's one there's lack of consistency. Like, even just back to the red car quickly. Like, when I first saw it, I thought red, but not based on that, like, oh, it's a bad tackle, based on what reds have been this season. Mm. And those type of tackles where it's a follow-through. That was once again the first contact, and then the second contact was the mad one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Newcastle game that we talked about last time, yeah. Exactly. Pretty much the whole season, those type of tackles have been red. Mm. So it's like, I don't know, maybe they're trying to change it, but there's no way with how things have been refereed this season, they can say that's not a red and the other ones have been. Yeah. It's, it's brother, as, you, as Sean said, brother, no, in, no consistency. These men are jokers, bro. And I think it comes down to me, like, um, when I was looking, I'm like, yeah, if he doesn't get tackled, he gets a shot off. Even though the angle's closing down on him each time, because obviously Zuma didn't have to make the tackle, because when you see from mm. behind the goal, Mendy closes it down as a keeper. I still think if he doesn't get touched or tangled, he gets a shot off. Maybe Mendy yeah. saves it, but just in just on that basis alone, I think he stops him from getting a clean shot off. For yeah, me, it's a penalty. Exactly. Like today, for example, drew the game 2-2 with the kids, but he given he's given a handball when my players turn his back. Not stuck his hand out, just turn his back and it's hit his arm. Mm. And he's given a pen for that. And I'm just like, mm, then that's live interpretation. Nothing for VAR. So if Premier League has cameras playing about 50 million times and the referee can also have a look, why is that not deemed a penalty? Because, you know, for example, today, um, Pogba got a penalty from David Luiz. Not David Luiz, sorry. Um, Douglas. Douglas. And, you know, there was contact, but you could argue that, you know, it's, nah, you went, you more went straightforward. through Paul. You went through Paul. It's more, it's more straightforward than Sterling's mm. one, but I think Sterling one is not that difficult to decide. Personally, yes. Yeah, Anyone that knows football can tell that like, he's got, he just got need over, Jamie, yeah. need in his, in his hammy, and, and he's gone, and he's like kind of gone through him. But again, so, these men don't know football; they just pick and choose what they wanna, what they wanna call and what they don't. Interpretation is mad. Interpretation is mad. But anyway, players that played well for you, Sean, will go with you. Oh, um. Hmm. <laughs> I was impressed with. I thought I thought Zich had a good game. To be fair to him, I thought Zich had a good game. Yeah, I probably I probably went up with Zich still. Mm. Obviously, he started the season a bit slower, as you said, but in that role where he can like roam and he can go side to side and jump, you know, mm. can make things happen. And it was, it was a good finish as well. It was a touch and a finish for him still. Yeah, instinct. What about you, Shaq? Player that played well. Uh, I think the new Reese game impressed me. He played really well. That playing that the right wing back had um Mendy didn't want it with him and Aki couldn't handle him when he went past. He didn't know whether to go out to him or do you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah, he, he strong running. Always had good enough delivery. Yeah, if if Werner could stay on side, would have had a tap in. He did put it in, but obviously he was offside. Yeah, man, he's always an outlet. He's always, as I say, whipped in. Decent crosses as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed with him. And as Sean said, yeah, ZH. He played well. Um, yeah, that's it from Chelsea. Them two yeah. were good. Second half, pretty much Chelsea. Chelsea's front players were all good, to be honest. Anyway, including Timo. Yeah. yeah, except him. 
According to Surfer Score, he played he played a six point one. The only the mm. only person that was worse than him was uh Christiansen. Um Timo Werner got a six point one rating. Yeah, man, I'm not yeah. How we yeah. Mm. For me, well, um we'll get well, definitely. <laughs> definitely um Ziyech had a good game. But I liked Reese James. Uh Hudson Adoy when he came on did his thing as well, was lively. Um obviously he didn't get a lot of minutes, but he he was the difference. Him and Reese James on Reese James on that side. As you said, Ake didn't know whether to stick or twist. And then um Mendy as well had a had a shocker down there uh, when he was, you know, being attacked. So did Zinjenko, to be fair. He was getting run ragged for 10 minutes. <laughs> so it was really much that right side that played well for Chelsea when they put on Hudson Odoi and took off Pulisic and stuff. Um just to go into who played badly, Gilmore didn't have a great game for me. Uh maybe one of those kind of games that you throw him in a deep end and see if he can swim. Good player, technically. Um, got a good eye for a pass. I can see that, definitely. But does he suit playing in a two? I don't think so. I think he's got to play in a three. So one of the highest ones, do you know what I mean? And it has a DM behind him. Because that, for me, that game didn't suit him in terms of playing as a two. Uh, we know the ability. I know he's got the ability. He'll be um, a good player coming moving forward. When you're next to Kante more time, it's a little cheat code anyway. Yeah, yeah, trust. Mm. So, um, yeah, he didn't play well. And as I say, Aki, Ake, sorry, didn't, didn't have a great game either uh, for his kind of involvement in playing as a left centre-back. Yeah, that's me really. Sean, what are you saying? You didn't play well. Um, I'm going to go with Aguero, but not even just for the penalty miss. Mm. I just thought, like, he just... When when you watch the mister, you can see why like he, they've gone with no striker all season, like even when he's been fit. Mm. I don't and he, and he's turned and like I don't know what it is with these Argentinian man after like they get to 32. They all get this like body shape where it's, they just look unfit. Like <laughs> I don't know, like it started with Higuaín and then like you see Tevez with it as well. Like he just doesn't look right, like he doesn't look sharp, he doesn't look even like the even like the goal, like Aguero a couple years ago, that's his first time, but yeah, trust. Yeah, man, I don't, yeah, man. you can see why they're letting him go. Like, the man just come in and can't stay out of gauchos, bro. Like, I know, I know, like, he's been on, he's been injured a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? But he just didn't look, he didn't look right at all. So, boy, yeah, he gets my vote for. They've been ones, he's done it all, innit? I've won this, yeah. I've won that. Yeah. Obviously, he might get a Champions League medal, but. That's his, that's his yeah, last but we all know that that's that's not that's not. I mean, that's just like a farewell present. He's not contributed to that really. Let's be real. The mad, maddest thing is if he comes off the bench and scores the winner. That's the maddest thing. I don't think he'll come off the bench after that performance because <laughs> uh, it's just written in the stars for him. One of those things like comes off the bench and he just does what he does. Mm. Cross comes in near post, run, flick on, goal, kind of thing. You think he can get to the near post? Boy, that's a good question. <laughs> a good question. I hope he tries still. <laughs> What are you saying, Shaq? Who plays shocking for you? Well, both teams, yeah? Yeah, man. Right. Um, yeah, Mendy and Ake, they didn't know what they was doing on that on the left side of that defence. They were a whole heap of gaps. Every time I think they were getting dribbled past, they didn't want none of it. Um, yeah, I've already spoken about Werner. <clears throat> the thing is, I would just, I'll give him a little blind car. He did get the assist, but... I'm not impressed with him. The thing that he has is that he always stays involved in it. So he's always, even though you don't think he will do anything, he's always a, a little threat. Do you know what I mean? You always know he's going to be looking in behind and 
available, but when he gets the ball, there's, I just think there's no there's no X factor, there's no quality there. Do you know what I mean? But he did get the assist, so fair play. And you, y'all keep telling me that this Ferran Torres guy is a footballer, but I, I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> I, I don't see it. But this guy, yeah, I don't know, bro. He's, he scored some goals, but yeah, I, I don't know what, he, what y'all see, but I don't see it. No, but he's I, only 20, though, man. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know, some people, when they call it, say it takes them a season. Even like with Sane, it took him a season before you saw. Pep like to like bed them in. Do you know what I mean? So he will be off the bench this season, pure mm. times, and then next season you'll just see him starting. But what I see, and what I saw yesterday, <laughs> I, I ain't seen nothing. Because, bro, he, did he contribute in the game, bro? Did you did he no, do anything? No, he didn't, but he didn't start. I can't even back him on that so one. He's got to be on that list for here. It's the thing, cool. I'm not saying he's a dud or nothing, yeah. Because as you said, the twenty and all that, I, I get, I understand it, innit? cool. And mm. obviously, right now is probably the the worst moment to be young and move overseas. You know what I mean? Because more time with younger players, they probably bring over their family and all them thing there, innit? But he's probably had to maybe come over with maybe one or two people. Do you know what I mean? So it's probably difficult for him to settle in and all that. But yeah, just off of yesterday's performance, and I've I've seen performances like that a few times. Yeah. Game, he didn't. He wasn't involved in the game at all. Even when City did look pretty decent in the first half, he was. He didn't contribute to that really. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting because in terms of how they kind of move on to the Champions League kind of game, we talked about the formation and you know people playing chess with each other. I think um, it's going to be interesting come that last game of the season. Does the pattern show that he, you know, he tries something else again, Pep, to keep people guessing. Because, of course, they're going to win the leagues just about when, um, in terms of, unless they lose all three games or whatever they want to try and say. But um, it just turns on what he kind of goes with next, because he's got no other competition now. Um, he's not in the FA Cup final. Uh, it's Chelsea's Leicester. Does he kind of figure out in the next two, three games who's for him, who's not for him, Sean? I think he already knows who's for him. I know he came out and said the the team could change, but for me, the team that started that second leg is going to be the team that starts in the final. And I mm. think that's why he kind of went to that formation on Saturday. I feel like he just tried to throw everyone that wasn't involved in the game mm. midweek onto the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Like he tried to throw Sterling, Torres, both the strikers. He just yeah. tried to throw everyone on the pitch like for some minutes. So for me, it'll be the same team or very, very similar to the team that started against um, PSG midweek. And the rest will be on the bench unless mm. someone could go on a run or just playing absolutely phenomenal. But I think he's got his team. Fair enough. Saturday, 29th of May. We'll see. Anyway, moving on to the last game that we covered. I mean, Leeds United versus Tottenham. We told you we're not going to cover Arsenal United this week. And we do deliver. We like to give variety. But this game, I was happy watching this game. I mean, I had no coaching in the morning. So I could just sit back, relax and watch this game. And it didn't disappoint, man. I mean... Leeds, they did what they do and you get what you get with Leeds, slack on a packet. It just says it's going to have 30 calories on it and it actually has 30 calories in it. And Leeds will actually outrun you. They will work harder than you. And if you're not up for the fight, they will actually take the game away from you. And that's what they did. They looked very, very lively in the first 20, 30 minutes. And it just looked like they would score one, two, three kind of goals. And they got their goal early, didn't they? Shoot Dallas 13th minute. Um, and it was just... Good interchange, good play, man. I'm not gonna lie. In terms of how they got the goal, they you know broke, you know what I mean, get left, put it through, 
and then Dallas just delivered, man. Just came through, slammed it home. Of course, it was Regalon's mistake. Let's not put let's not put it down to just brilliance. Dyer's mistake. Yeah, I was, I was about to say I thought it was Dyer's mistake. Dyer's mistake. Dyer's, as in when he when he obviously tried to cushion it to the keeper type. But that's that's a reaction because Dyer's left mm. the ball like a bozo. Mm. But what like you can't you can't defend that. That's a that's a shocking decision. So y- y'all know he's on my list, didn't it? We'll get into that. We get into that later. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's yeah. In terms of Dyer, he's in and out of the side. In terms of what Mason wants to do, and he's just not a centre back. He's not a midfielder. I don't know what he is, but, but yeah, as I said, we'll get into him in a minute. I mean, Dallas doesn't make a mistake. He's he's gone. He's been on good form really ever since. Not ever since the City game, but before that, he's just one of your assured players that you know you're going to get a strong seven, eight out of ten from him. He's not going to let you down. The same with Luke Ailey. They're going to run their hearts out for ninety minutes and give you everything. And he's just one of those players. I liked how Harrison played on the weekend as well in terms of his um, involvement for the crosses, dangerous crosses each time he got on it and just picking out people, not even just putting it in for the sake of it. He picked out people and, and it just showed that if you've got anyone with a decent cross and knowledge of the game, they will not disappoint. And uh, uh, Can I say credit to Tottenham for getting back into the game? Just a little moment of brilliance from, you know, Ali and Son. I don't know if I can say credit, because Tottenham kind of looked flat. Bell looked like he weren't feeling it after the first five minutes. You know them ones where you, you turn up, you jump on the pitch, and then when you see how the other team's going, you're like, yeah, this is not for me. It just felt like that's how Bell's vibe was, the whole kind of mm. 60, 70 minutes he was on. Ali, the game went past him as well. Like, for me, he was all on it, first 30, 40, but after that, he was like, nah, this ain't me. I'm here to save the vibes. I don't know, what's your take on it, Shep? First half, as you said, like we've been big fans of Leeds and Bielsa on this podcast. So, as you said, I think you described it perfectly. Like Leeds are going to keep on going at you. Do you know what I mean? If you don't outwork them, they'll outwork you and they'll yeah. create stuff. Do you know what I mean? They're not just there for for vibes and all that shit. Nah, they're actually, they'll bring the game to you if you ain't up to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, yeah, but I feel, I think Tottenham are, a bit unlucky, not a bit. I think they were unlucky to not go up, go in or go up 2-1. I don't think it's Ryan Mason trying to use that as an excuse. That's what you do sometimes as a manager, kind of de- deflect on the performance. You want to talk about refereeing decisions, but... He learned mm, that from Jose. You know, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, feel, I feel they were unlucky. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit because you'll see one today or tomorrow, whatever, and then that one's on side. I don't know yeah. how you can call that offside. Whether you want to say the referee's making a mistake, but that's you can you can't look at that on the naked eye and say that's on or off. I think they do need to get some sort of parameters where, okay, if a player is such and such meters or centimeters or millimeters, whatever it is, offside, it's got to be given with the attacker. Do you know what I mean? The advantage because those type of shit, I don't like that, man. Come on, bro. What type of before VAR, though, that would have been fine. If the referee yeah, exactly. had gone offside, exactly. cool. You would have been like, oh, that's tight, but all right, cool. We've seen that all our life. And if exactly. the referee had given that, you would have been, you'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, it's tight, but once again, we've been given it all our lives or whatever, so we're used to it. But those ones, come on, man. <sighs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's becoming very nitpicky, like, by a toner. Mm-hmm. By a yeah, toner. That's, that's, that's whack, bro. Football ain't, ain't like that, especially offsides and shit. So, yeah. 
I feel, as you said with with Delhi, I feel first half you would have you would have, you would have came off with two assists. Mm. But just the second half from Tottenham was just excuse me here. Yeah, they didn't want none of it. It's, it's weird. They I mean, they didn't, they didn't turn up. These these broke so well in in big parts of the first half, and the game the game was quite nicely poised after twenty five mm-hmm. minutes. And of course, as you said, if Kane got that goal, um, and then they went in maybe two one up. And then maybe 2-2, you could say, yeah, this is a juicy game. And then someone is going to go and claim the second half. But I don't know, maybe how Leeds came out second half and kind of tried to make it difficult for them. Maybe stunned Tottenham in a way. I don't know. Maybe they're still thinking about that chance that, you know, wasn't given. But yeah, different kind of Tottenham turned up second half. And maybe for me personally, you need to play people with legs. And that was my point I was going to make today. I was like, Lamella should have played, even though I don't like him as a pet, but he's got energy. Ah, Sissoko. And Sissoko and Lamella, because when Lamella came on, brother, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, oh yeah, we could talk about the Rabona short. But I mean, not even <laughs> that, but just in general, like there's nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's... In terms of the two he played, he went with Hoyberg and he went with Ali and he it's went also. with um, Lacelso. And I think, could you have not went with Lacelso and put in? Sissoko Lamella, I think so, yeah, because the Celso didn't really impact the game much. I mean, he, again, he let the game get past him as well in, in certain aspects, if I'm being honest. And but it made it, it very way. difficult in terms Quickly, of, yeah. like, yeah, go on. Put it this way we've played what Leeds twice, yeah. Obviously, mm. what we slapped them first game, we had a shit game at Ellen Road, yeah. But Paul's not played, not started both of those games. He didn't start, he didn't play any other game at Old Trafford where he won. And he came on for, I don't know how long, at Ellen Road, yeah? And that's, not even that's down to the legs and that because Paul can get up and down the pitch. But you need to match leads. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, think what, I think Dan James will probably start both of those games as well. Like, you need yeah. to be able to match leads' Leeds's energy because yeah. they'll, you will have an attack... And before you know it, Leeds are on the edge of your box. Do you know whether they're going to score or not? But you know what I'm saying? That's how that's their mentality. Mm-hmm. As soon as Millier gets the ball from maybe a little half chance that he may get, he's looking, not even just him, but he's looking forward. And all the players are sprinting forward. Whether if it's Rafinha or Harrison that's tracking their fullbacks and they may end up on the edge of their box. When Millier gets it, they're sprinting as fast as they can to the other. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And you need. If you just got Hoiberg in there and Lacelso and Ali, bruv, that that's not happening, and that is what killed them. If you probably play Sissoko, you know what I'm saying. If you probably play Sissoko in there, you probably have a little base, and obviously Sissoko has a lot of energy and all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now it's interesting because they didn't even play. Not saying he's the big difference maker, but he makes leagues tick at times. He didn't even play Calvin Phillips. Kind of came on after a while, um, but you know. Click, cock in the coach in there. Pause. My bad. Uh, in there, in the like, midfield was was, um, was was balling out, man. And I, that's what I'm saying. The energy levels didn't look the same from Tottenham. And he said he couldn't meet or match that. And like I said, Bell probably after the first five ten minutes thought, yeah, this is not me. I'm kind of just here for the vibes. Because um, Alioski had the run in him all the time. Yeah, he's flying past him, flying and even flying back past him as well when he's trying to recover. It was ridiculous. Mm. And when I was looking at Alioski in the warm-up, like, he looked like he was blowing. Maybe just because it was cold and he just came outside, but he was energy. 
full of energy and he just made Bell look very basic. And obviously when Bell tried to get on it, didn't do much. They tried to attack mostly down the left anyway, but yeah, it, it, just quality football from back to front at times. I mean, the prime example was, you know, the, the second and the third goal in terms of, you know, Bamford's movement for the, for the goal. And the fact that he was found, not even, it was flashed across, it was like picked into the area and he just needed to make a run front post and, you know, it was slotted. Uh, uh, Lloris kept them in the game, if I'm being honest, because they could have had three or four more goals because he made some sharp stops. Um, and it just made me think about Tottenham centre-back issues again and again that we talked about last week, the week before. They need someone that's a leader back there uh, because Dyer, he's not it. Sanchez, not it. Roden, Roden, he could probably come and be like a a third, fourth choice Roden, but he's not a a one or two, is he? And it just comes back to, as you were saying, they just need a a centre-back that's competent. And that might mean that they have to wholesale quite a few or just release. All three goals, Dyer was at fault for them. Mm. Even the last one, he's he's played a poor offside line. And ended up playing man alongside. And then, as you mentioned, for the first, the second goal, Banford just drifted in front of him. Mm. He's not even engaged in it. Like, Banford's tapped it in, three yards out, and there's not a body on him. Yeah. And Dyer's literally watched that. That is, that's mad, bruv. To me, that's mad. Top that's quality is supposed to be at the highest he, level. Even the first one, that's, he's playing the man and he's forgot about the ball. Mm. So he's done one or the other. To be a top centre back, bro, you got to do both in that situation. Yeah. You're play, obviously, you're playing the man and you've got to work the space. And if the ball comes into that space, you need to get the ball away from goal. You can't just be on the man and be like, yeah, I got that's, it's lazy defending. Mm. What, you've got your man, so then you're going to let the ball go across the face of goal and then you're now putting your left, your left back now has to do your job with clearing the ball and that. I mean, all around the pitch leads were just better uh, from minute one to 90. And as we said, comes down to the graft. And I think, um, <laughs> Sean, looking around at that Tottenham team, do you think Kane's sick of it? Do you think he's going to give it one more year or is he done? I don't think he wants to give it one more year, but the way everything's set up and the lack of money teams have, he might have to give it another year. But mm. in his head, he must be thinking, bro, like, I'm, not, I'm not about this. I mean, like, when you watch Tottenham, they just never like they just never seem to be in control of a game. Like they just they just play in moments. Like do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They play. They seem to try and play like in moments. Like they think they're so good, they can just play in moments. They just on the ball and off the ball. They just the whole team plays in moments. They just try to do things in little moments. And against a team like Leeds, where they're gonna man mark you individually, they're gonna run, they're gonna press, they're gonna they're gonna attack quickly. You gotta be switched on. You can't try to play in moments. And, he probably is fed up of it because they're not they're not making Champions League. They may get Europa League, but you never know with them. I said last week they had to beat Leeds and then the official list looked calm, but they couldn't even do that. So he's probably yeah. sick of it. So, uh, but boy. Facts. I mean, <laughs> he had a quality free kick that hit off the crossbar, but, you know, again, it's moments, isn't it? He Every time I see Kane outside the box, I know he's not looking to pass. He's looking to line up that strike because that's what strikers do. But, I mean, he under him and Son when they were doing dirt was linking up play but he just, just looks a shell of himself I don't know what it is I don't know if it's because obviously the system changes the manager kind of the morale I don't know what it is because he just looks a shell of himself where you know he's going to get in on goal but 
sometimes the ball won't arrive at him for like 25 minutes of the game because Tottenham are doing most of the defending. You don't look so, full, you don't look fit to me as well, man. Mm. I think he's probably carrying a little little niggle for me. He got injured before the final. Yeah. Because him, because I, I gotta put on him as well, because he keeps on allowing it as well. Because if you know you're injured, you sometimes need to be like, Yeah, I'm not playing whether mm. it's a final or not in it. Obviously, I get it. You want to play in a final, but if you're not fit, you're not fit, big man. Do you get? So mm. him and Tottenham, they they keep they they've been rushing him back from injuries for what three seasons now. Yeah, since the under Poch, they all done. or nothing as well. Yeah, for the um for the Champions League final, mm. they rushed him back mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. It starts well, to play up, but just starts to catch up with you. Obviously, with age and you know playing at that highest level for so long, it starts to to bring down your body a bit, man. Mm-hmm. When you get and, older, obviously, we know that you don't recover as quick, bro. Mm. And how many campaigns does he have left in terms of England? Probably World Cup and maybe one more after that. But they're going to ride the wheels off that youth, bro. He'll be playing yeah. like 35. Huh. Yeah. Might do a Teddy Sheridan, but play till 40, 41. Nah. He's fit enough. If he keeps on rushing back from these injuries, he ain't, bro. He ain't making, he ain't getting past 32, bro. Or you'll see him playing, you'll play, you'll see him playing fucking defensive mid, bro, doing the doing what Rooney was doing. Yeah. I see him doing the Rooney, bro. I see, I see it. I see him moving into midfield in, mm. in the later years, bro. They're gonna ride into the wheels all of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Van how had Rooney playing DM, bro. Mad. It was mad those days, though. But I mean, let's let's think about in terms of Bielsa, man. I mean, he's a, uh, you could call him a sergeant or a chief. I don't know what you want to call him in terms of like army style, but he demands so much from his players. I mean, you saw him on the on the sideline marching up and down, screaming as soon as someone made a mistake. And then it's just like they all respond. So like they all respond to what he wants. And that's, a, I guess, a landmark of a, of a good manager and someone that's invested into the Bielsa way. So what do they do from here on? After the season's done, do you see them trying to push for Europe next year or... Just cementing another top ten finish, Sean. Oh, um, they probably will try. I think the plan is to just consolidate the prem for a couple of seasons and then try and move into the European spots. Obviously, they don't know how long Bielsa has got left. Obviously, I mean, he's getting up there. There was rumors that he was going to retire last year, so maybe they might spend a bit of money for him and try and make try and make a push for Europe. But mm. for me, they'll probably just try to consolidate, stay around ninth, eighth, and then slowly make a push for Europe in the coming years. Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. I see with them anyway. Shaq, what's your interpretation of that? Yeah, man, you can't... No, not say so you can't, but once you come up, you want to at least be stable for two seasons. You don't want to mm. be stable for one, whether you come fifth or something, and it's like, yeah, we push them again. Like, nah, you want to... Because next season, they might come 14th. Yeah. But that's still, to me, that's still a decent season. Obviously, after coming 10th and that, but... Leeds ain't been in the Prem for 10 plus years. Do you know what I'm saying? So two decent seasons, is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because yeah. let's have it right. Like Next season, it's been a whole season. Teams will probably work them out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they might lose a bit more games or it might not be, I'm not say as easy, but it might not go their way as much next mm. season. Do you know what I'm saying? So they may not, rack up as many points or whatever so I feel they've got to be careful about that and they may lose some of their players as well yeah true Rafinha is on the tabloids on people's radar you know what I'm saying uh, obviously Phillips teams might yeah. be looking but teams 
teams might even be looking at the keeper. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Because mm. the as well put some away. So yeah, it depends. Got players that can play at a different for. level, like, you know, Click mm. can play at a different level and a few others. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So he's got some decisions to make, of course. And there's, there was talking about how, you know, why is he not signed a new contract? Why is he waiting to the end of the season? I think it's just to see maybe how he feels, I guess. You know, it's been COVID and all these kind of things. So he might have a plan in his head. He might want to do your whole consultancy thing that, you know, director, just keep them, keep himself in there, but someone else lead them. But, you know, it could be that kind of vibe, you know, do one more year, but then jump into like a director kind of thing um, and then have someone else kind of shadowing, etc. But you never know. I mean, Leeds are in a good position. You just don't want them to do a Sheffield United, kind of have a wicked season, overachieve, and then, as you say, drop back down because I'm thinking about like the Wolves, the Newcastles. I don't know if they get stronger because Wolves look like they ain't got no money. Same with Newcastle. So how do they get stronger? And again, finishing 12th to 15th is not a bad season because they're solidifying because they'll be in and around the Palaces, the um, Villas and whatnot that mm. could potentially be around there as well. And of course, you've got the newbies coming up such as Norwich and Watford. So it's going to be very interesting in terms of how they finish next year, man. But um, let's think about the players that stuck out to you and played really well. For me, I'll start off. Koch, Harrison, Dallas, superb for me. Um, nothing wrong with that. Quality mm. all over the pitch. And they mm. contributed really well to the game. That's for me. Shaq? Yeah, pretty, yeah you echoed it all probably. Sounded out well, man. Those three probably were the standout for Leeds. Huh? Mm. Mm. Um, Sean? I'm I'm dashing I'm dashing Bamford in there again. Even though Tottenham's centre backs are just terrible, he I mean he made them look even worse with his movement. He was he always wanted the ball. Mm. He he makes good runs. That's what I like about him. Like, he does make good runs. Like even he work he presses. He makes good runs. Like he's the perfect lead striker when you look at their team. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a hail I'm a hail him up still. He a lot of those like the runs are very selfless as well. Yeah, a lot of yeah. those runs are very selfless. Yeah, man. So it might not be he gets the ball, but he creates space for some other people. And that's what yeah, he gives, gives a good post-match interview as well. Yeah. Him, you know what I'm saying? I think he's one of those players that you would love, like you love to, you appreciate more when you play with him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like his, the teammates must appreciate him more for the ones he makes for them. Yeah, that's right. And you've got Rodrigo chipping in. Uh, he's been injury-stricken, um, but he is, a, he is the forward, he is a finisher, um, definitely. And I think... Um, You've got to think about in terms of how they move forward. Do they need a lot of pieces? They probably need another CB because um, obviously Diego Loriente had a few injuries at the start. Um, they need probably another centre mid in terms of you know strength and depth. Maybe another forward, like an out and out forward, and you know spine of the team could be blessed. I'll get them another left back as well. I don't trust Alioski there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, as people start to find, because he he stays mad high at times. He's got energy, but you know there is players that will find him out at the highest level. So yeah, you are right. Another left back could be the one. Um, think about that. Uh, who quick, played badly quick, for you then? Quick question. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Harrison's on loan from City. Like, what do you think Harrison can make a push at City? I don't know what their plans are for him. I don't know if it's, a, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't it's know if it's, I don't know if a fee's already been agreed or whatever the case may be. Like he's or like he's going to be at Leeds next season, no matter what. But what do you think he could make a push at City? Me personally, nah. Uh, at mm. the moment, they've got the Torreses, they've got the Sterlings, 
They've got yeah. a few others that I mentioned. Mara's still got two, three seasons left in him. Nah, I think he needs to either go back out and learn to lead or make it permanent, personally. Yeah, he suits probably. them. Yeah, um, it does. It does. <laughs> nah, not for me. Sean? Nah, I, th- I think he'll probably end up back at Leeds. I think they'll probably buy him permanently. Or I could see him like going to a newly promoted team. I don't think City are going to give him a look in. Mm. Okay. Boy, I mean, I was just he, he played, but, yeah, go on. He played badly. Boy, how long have we got, bro? <laughs> that Tottenham team was bad, bro. But Dyer's we know who you're going after. Go on. Yeah, but Dyer's at the top of that list, but he's shit, bro. I can't lie. He's horrendous. Um, the fullbacks were pretty poor as well. Both of them. Um, Wilberg. He's he, he's not special, right? He, he's probably decent next to a decent um center middle, another defensive mid. Do you know what I mean? If he's got a decent ball playing partner next to him, it probably can work. But yeah, he was he was a uh, Lamella came on the nut, the niche, uh, Bale and them man. But just a whole leap of that Tottenham side. Ryan Mason as well. Fuck it, I'll give it in as well. <laughs> yeah, man. Ryan Mason. Olipa, man. Well, he should be playing, bro. He's like, what, 30? He's, what, he's younger than Gareth Bell, bro. Mm. He probably should still be playing for them, but obviously he had a little mad thing. But... Yeah, man. <laughs> That's killing me. <laughs> man said for them, he got, he got sold to a hole, bro. They didn't rate him like that. Uh, man. Oh, yeah, they God. sold him, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, he got into that hole, bro. They didn't rate him like that still. Nah, he didn't get into that hole. Don't check. Nah. He did get into that hole, bro. I swear he got into that for... I swear it was a Tottenham game. Nah, but he got into that hole. So I done. Against Chelsea, yeah, man. Yeah, he went. See, he weren't even rated that. I don't even know. It. Yeah, see it there? For me, <laughs> as you said, you've mentioned loads of people already. Um, yeah, the standout shocker was... Yeah, Bell. He was just there for vibes, man. Just didn't really do nothing. Can't remember how much time he touched the ball, if I'm being honest. Not not double figures. But he's probably trying to play it safe for the Euros now, but he's not he's probably just trying to stay fit for the Euros. You know he's got big hamstrings in that, but he ain't trying to stretch, he ain't trying to stretch his legs like that. Well, at the, at the sake of playing two, three games, he's a madman. But to be fair, anything could happen when he's in the side, and he plays number nine. They just play, it, he's basically like the Welsh Ronaldo because everything is played for him. Everything revolved around him. He's a different man at all, isn't it? And maybe yeah. you remember, this, it could be the top three teams that go through in four groups, isn't it? Oh, so yeah, yeah. He true. might be thinking, yeah, listen, if I get a little win, I mean... Mm, that's true. What's, what's his career looking like now, though, bruv? Because the way how he came, like, and certain games he's played, like, it don't look... It don't. Obviously, he scored a hatchet the other day. And Tricky is saying, yeah, that's his level and that, but... Oh, because I don't see him going back to Madrid and making any impact. No, um, I think the speculation is that he'll come back. He'll come back again and do That's, another year. No, nah, but he was saying he wants to go. He, he only wants to be. He, his pl- the plan was obviously coming here for for a year mm. and going back. So I see. Madrid trying to do an Ozil thing, just trying to pay him off, bro. Mm. But then after that, what though? That's what I'm saying because he looks not even disinterested, but half, not even half the But player. you know what happens when they start to look like, but MLS, that's what always happens. I was when they start just to look thinking like that. that. That was on the tip of my tongue as well. You saying what? Gareth Bale in the MLS already? Fuck, this is what I'm saying. Fucking hell, bro. He's yeah. good, enough, he's good yeah. enough not to be there, but he he doesn't look yeah. like he cares, bro. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, he was already to move to China a couple of years ago, so 
fact check for him. Go play for Dave Beckham's team or one of those teams. Just be the star man. LA is probably the appeal for him, maybe. Like you know, just because of the vibes and whatnot. A man with four, a man with four Champions Leagues, but I mean, the overhead kick in the final. His mindset might be one everything in it. Except for Flipping the Premier, no, that's, that's mad. I won't lie. We're taking up Man United, don't think so bothered. No, bro, I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that. Any, I'm just saying, does man not think this is a fall from grace? Yeah, because Gareth Bale was. This is what I'm saying. Gareth, but not even he was the man, but bro, Gareth. No, Bell he was, was the man. He was the exactly, man. Still, exactly, brother. Now, man, seeing this, this is what I'm saying. That man's talking about MLS and China, but fucking hell, bro. That's no, see, I just don't see how. Unless we want to fully buy him, I can't see how he comes back to Tottenham. They're not trying to pay that wage again. Yeah, fair. He don't suit Italy for me, but I, yeah, I don't see the appeal there unless they give him a mad wage and he becomes star man and does the madness over there. And it's him versus Ronaldo type thing. They paint it like that, that way. I don't know. He goes to sign one of the Milan clubs. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, there's well, no appeal there. If Martinez goes Chelsea, fuck it, Conte, Conte will have him, yeah? Yeah, Conte is not fine, working with him, but he wants to be That's what I was going to say. Conte ain't having that for me, bro, because he ain't, he ain't <laughs> going to do the, the hard yards, bro. Conte is not having it. I think yeah. it's Tottenham or, or, or MLS or something like that. I don't see... He can't go anywhere else in England. He'll make Conte bored again, bro. Conte will, Conte will lose his hair trying to kind of tell Gareth Bell to track the fullback, bro. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, MLS. Yeah, we'll see, but I've heard rumours that it will be another season, potentially. Um, at Tottenham like they're kind of thinking about it in mm. terms of like revenue I guess because I don't think anyone's bought tops this year for example right because there's no need to maybe a few people have but you know when the stadiums are full again you sell shirts people come to watch Gareth it's more of an appeal for him maybe he'll give it one more season um, and see how his contract kind of thing you know what I mean it'll we'll pay see. him out for the rest but yeah man right. to be confirmed Sean what are you saying last bit he played badly um, I'm I'm gonna go with Alderweireld still, cause he his fall from grace we need to start talking about as well, cause he looked just as lost as Dyer. I don't know if he's if he's been contaminated or what, but he was mm-hmm. all over the place. Like, he was getting, cause, I mean, Bamford was doing it with his movement. Like that's not obviously I know he's getting on a bit now, but he just doesn't. He yeah, his decline is his decline is mad still. Tottenham probably need two centre backs the way he's playing lately, so. Mm. Yeah, he's here. The poor we game. Said the list last week. He was a holy per man we mentioned last week. Then he, bro. I know, but just seeing how good he was like three seasons ago, like the decline's been mad. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's an old man now, still. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't impressed with his performance at all. Like, he just looked. He was all over the shop. It gets like that, man. <laughs> I mean, you have to look at it like Tottenham need a serious makeover. Do they have the money? Not sure. Because obviously they may have maxed out in a few areas, you know, with certain people. But you know, uh, Levy is a businessman, right? Exactly. They they got away with it because what was the that someone told me they got away with paying them out because it ended up being cheaper. Because he was sixth. Because he was out of the top four. Yeah, something like that. Oh, so, so it's that kind of clause that if he's yeah. in the top four, four and they get rid of him, okay, it was one of those. Fair so they didn't end up having to pay him that much out. So they saved on him. So. That oh. money will be used for bail, apparently. Right. Uh, right. Something like that. So, you know what's so crazy, bro? I saw Joe Hart on Wednesday on BT Sport. I forgot he even played for Tottenham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, he's doing, no, he's doing no publicity. And he's there making apologies when they got dunked out of the flipping the Europa League. The little man was talking about the um, 
social media company put out the wrong thing. The tweet. And that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Another folding thing. I don't know why footballers don't just run their own accounts. Mm, exactly. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, now we've got three, four games. United got a busy week coming up. They've got two games, Tuesday, Thursday. Have uh, Arsenal, have Arsenal, Arsenal playing Chelsea? Need to see a Martel, man. We need to see a Martel, bro. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, his game should be, for me, Tuesday or even Thursday. Now you looks have been calling for this week, bro. It ain't happening. Nah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm dying for it, bro. You got Donny got some minutes. Good. Hopefully, so we can get a next man minutes because we've been screaming for the longest for Donny to get minutes. Well, I have. Anyway. Just, I know we ain't. I know we didn't cover the game today, but just quick question: What do you think of first performance today, Shaq? It was a, it was a, um, it was a good Premier League level performance. <laughs> Diplomatic answer that one to you. It was a, but just to think, like man, see these performances, and it's like, yeah, brother, man, don't see these performances. And this is these are nothing games like and star. Yeah, I'm not getting into it in it, but it was a good level. But when's the next time I'm gonna see it? Got a little nibble from Rush on, got a little nibble still. <laughs> to the little nibble, yeah. <laughs> myself, you come on. No, I mean, Fred, Fred did play all right. I'm not gonna lie. As you said, it's, it's a, a standard of standard of performance that he should be. You know what I'm saying? He should be I'm that's just that's, that's to be the minimum that I'm seeing for. All right, big goal. Yo, just come, is that just man uh, Pereira? Told you, try <laughs> buy him. Bro. You know Arsenal won. can't keep a clean sheet, bro. You know Arsenal bro, was can't. He just drove straight through the middle, bro. Two one Arsenal. Sam Allardyce come back, yeah. Bro, he just drove straight through the middle unopposed. It was mad. The ball broke from a corner. I think the corner was set piece. Just drove straight through the middle unopposed. Uh, oh. Gabriel's backing off, backing off. Doesn't step out. Oh, drives, Gabriel, drives. yeah. Okay, let me just write that. Gaffer Vapper, Gaffer Vapper, the Six, seven <laughs> minutes gone. Is it going to be West Brom winner or is it going to be a draw? Let's see. But anyway, gents, it's been it's been lively. I mean, as usual, three more weeks to go. Let's see how it goes. Next week, we might have to do a double header because obviously a couple people are playing twice. But, you know, we keep it going. Football from the bleachers. Mandem, love for coming through as usual. Yeah, man. Anything you got to say to the people then? My Arsenal fans, stay strong, bro. Good times are ahead. I don't know how soon, but good times are ahead. Slowly. <laughs> Them tunes. Better must come. Better must come. <laughs> we need justice. <laughs> I love madam. Hey, this is football from the bleachers. We're out. Peace. Sure. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads for I hit the roads. The liquor room.